Are the Warriors done? Oh, I said it, bro. I called it, man. I called it. I got to go back and listen. I think I said it in five. I think I, um, I may have said sweep. <laughs> <laughs> well played. How sweet it is. Hello, everybody. I am Hipster Rick. To my right is the very erroneous, erroneous <laughs> Ed Luz. And then, of course, producer Fungus to my left. Oh, yeah. Today is Wednesday, June 1st, 2016, and we are Lemon City Live, bringing you that sweet, sweet lemonade. No, no, not sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes a little so bitter sweet. and probably urine-soaked if you're Edwin. Yeah, nah, you got me good. I, I wasn't expecting that I at all. I didn't get you anything. Because <laughs> remember, I didn't make any predictions. In fact, I, I even said uh, that it was probable that uh, Oklahoma was going to win the series. Mm-hmm. You just had so much conviction about something that we really don't know anything about. And that's all I was trying to get you to understand, my friend. Just trying to make you a better person. I was playing the numbers, man. Numbers were in my favor. Oh, yeah. You were not playing the numbers. Oklahoma City. If you were playing the numbers, you oh, boy. If you were playing the numbers, you would have picked Golden State at the beginning of the series. No. At the beginning, no. If you were playing the numbers, you would have picked Golden State. At 3-1, I wasn't going to pick I know, but you said at the beginning of the series, you chose Oklahoma City to sweep or to like uh, win in five. I thought I said six. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) There was so much. I went back and I listened to it last week. uh, Or, I mean, today. I went back and I listened to last week's show. There was just so much conviction coming from you. (laughs) It was so good. And uh, like... I'm, you're lucky I'm graceful in, in victory. I don't know what you're talking about. Graceful. <laughs> Did you get a single text from me after the Warriors won? Uh, I, I, figured you no. could, I figured you were going to save it all and just no, you like were, open the floodgates on me today. You were burning. You were burning as it was. Eh. And the thing is, I, it's not like I was right or anything. I don't think I was right. I, I just wanted to be impartial. I just wanted to be somewhere in the middle and look at it objectively. Sorry, way to be boring. I'm glad I brought. Wait, I'm not being boring. I still root for my teams, and I still get pissed when they don't. I brought some I'm excitement. I'm not a fucking bro. robot. I brought some excitement. But when I'm analyzing something, you just you can't you can't put away your personal bias, and you get way overexcited, and then you it's like you convince yourself as you go along in your argument, and then you gain traction, and then it gets heavier. <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> I- all right. Well, coming up on today's show, we will cover said, if uh, you remember correctly, we recorded on Thursday last week. Is that correct? Yeah, I think so, yeah. It was that Thursday? So it was game five was that Thursday night. Game six was, of course, Saturday at Oklahoma. Holy shit, we will get to that. And then, of course, game seven was Monday night, Memorial Day. And uh, it was a doozy. I still say Choklahoma. All right. Well, the rest of that series <laughs> will be covered. Uh, we'll talk about some other basketball things. For example, what is one Kevin Durant to do now as he hits free agency? There are other topics, of course, like a finals preview. Is LeBron really going to get it done for the land fill this time? Nope. We don't know. And then we will talk some soccer, including uh, tonight's match, which we will be covering the Open Cup as the Lamar Miami Hunt. FC takes US on Open. the Lamar. That's right. The Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup as uh, our local Miami FC Take on the, uh, help me out here, the Wilming- Hammerhead, Wilmington oh, yeah. Hammerheads. Wilmington Hammerheads. That's correct. They are a USFL team. USFL? No, not USFL. I mean, USFL. Uh, not USFL. <laughs> uh, they're a USL team. Uh-huh. And USFL. If, the, uh, if the Miami FC were to beat them and move on, then they would take on the MLS team. Uh, Real Salt Lake. That's correct. Yeah. Real Salt Lake. Well, and, more uh, on that later. But yeah, yeah, we'll get to more We'll be later. talking a lot of soccer. Of course, it was a big, big soccer match this weekend which Real Madrid won. We'll get to that. Boo. We'll cover the upcoming tournaments, such as the Copa America, the Euro, and talk about some more stuff. But to start it off, Edwin, huh. tell me about them dubs. <laughs> Dude, all right. Okay, I'm just going to say it now. I'm not that big. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know... <laughs> That was, that was money. That was money. Perfect comedic timing by our producer. He's getting better at this. He's getting better. Good job, Gus. Thank you. Um, I am disappointed. I was very I'm upset. Disappointed. It's not even his team. He's disappointed. I'm disappointed, man. I really, 
It was, I think now it's, what, 10, 10 teams or 9 teams that have uh, come back from 3-1 in the first since 1981 to do it in a conference final? It um, was something. It was something to watch. It, and, yeah. Uh, it was especially something to watch if you uh, said that it was possible. It could anyway, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it this week. At least I have the balls to say, make not, you know, go on a team and pick I mean, I'm something. Not giving it to you. Listen, Vanilla. Um, you know, you're always gonna go playing. Yeah, the simple. balls. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm talking about. What does that mean? The balls. Well, you gotta, you know, Whatever, gotta go on a ledge every once in a while. All right, Gus. Anyway, I felt good about my. Let team. me ask you a question, Gus. Yes. If Oklahoma City had actually gotten it done, what would have come my way oh. from Edwin's side? Honestly, fire, no. fire and brimstone. No, oh, get the no, fuck no, no, out no. of here. That chat would have been lit up no. with like Westbrook, uh, greater than sign Steph Curry. Bully. And it oh, was yeah. like Westbrook bully, yeah. Durantula, Slim Reaper. Yeah, I go Slim uh, Reaper first, then Durantula. Edwin would have worn his uh, Sonics hat. Oh my tonight. god, well, would have been for insufferable, sure. insufferable, right? No, no, no. He no. would have been wearing oh, his Sean on. Kemp jersey. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> All right. Leaving in it. I wouldn't have been that bad because it was a 3-1 and it would have been 4-1. I would have been like, hey, I just called it. I would have felt good. But I was, uh, I'll tell you, game seven, which was uh, Monday, I was out having dinner and the game was yeah, starting I mean, up. What kind of sports fan are you? I was out having dinner. It was well, a day he already night. Knew. And, uh, it was inev- inevitable at that point. He knew what was going to happen. Honestly, mm-hmm. I, I looked at my girl as the game was coming on and I was like, Man, I don't feel good about this. At yeah, all. <laughs> I like I said. No, 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 no. And here's the thing, because I distinctly remember last week me explaining it to you on a game by game basis. I'm like, if they win game five, which they should, and then let's just say they eke one out on the road, which is exactly what they did because Clay Thompson was fucking unconscious. Uh, and then three three going into game seven, I dare you to pick OKC, and you were like, oh, oh, I'll pick them. Oh, I'll pick. I still picked them. I wasn't feeling very good with my uh, pick, <laughs> but uh, but no. Okay. Hey, hold on, hold on. Game Let five. Me, wait, wait. Let's disclaimer. Disclaimer. Right, go ahead. Disclaimer. Yeah. You gotta admit one thing. It took. It took. No, no. Yeah, that's what I was gonna get. To. Godly, like this guy is the Clay Thompson game. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. And then okay, the Steph let, Curry. We'll I mean, get to that. I want to do it chronologically first. Game yeah. five. Game five. Mm-hmm. First. Game five. I, 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 I thought they could. You pull expected it Golden State to win. I expect. No, no, no. Um. Well, game five was in in uh, in Oracle. In yeah. Oracle, yeah. and I thought these guys, like I've been saying all along, they got punched in the face. I didn't know how they would react, and I thought that they would come back from it. And I thought, uh, I thought Oklahoma. Honestly, no bullshit. I thought every game, um, game five, six, and seven. I thought Oklahoma really had a good chance up until game seven. I, that was when my confidence was starting to get. There like, was okay. a, a a big big part of the series which Oklahoma looked like the better team. In fact, they outscored the Golden State Warriors in the series. Yeah. Because the games that Golden State won were much closer than the blowouts that Oklahoma took. Yeah. I don't know, man. But in Game 5, they got it done. Klay Thompson was uh, also nasty. Steph Curry got it into oh, gear Clay late. Thompson, dude. What and, the hell, man? I mean, that guy, he's just... He, the Game 6 was the killer. Ever, okay. game, game, game 6 was the big one. But I got to tell you, I still thought that Golden State was very, very shaky in Game 5. Even though, even though they won that game. It was like 13 with a minute and a half to go. And they got down to very close because the Omaha Oklahoma City Thunder would just not fucking give up. And what game? They would not give up. Game five. Oh, game five. They would not give no, up yeah. at Oracle. It was crazy. They got it so close. They got it down to... It, it was... That's, that's what I'm I saying. I still felt like Oklahoma was really... I felt like it was really big for them going into game six to yeah. not just be blown out by the, by the Warriors at home, which they were not. They wouldn't allow themselves to be. No, Golden, Golden State, you know, struggled with them. You know, they weren't able to blow them out yeah. the way Oklahoma blew them out. Yeah, but game game five. That was the that was the game that you know they they had a chance, but it was at home. They were the home team. I get it. But game six, man, to be at home in Oklahoma, and they were up, I think six with like four minutes to go. Yep. And the whole game, Clay Thompson, man. I'm, but mind you, 11, Oklahoma 11 was threes. Oh, Oklahoma was playing really good the whole game because yeah. this guy's still having an ungodly game, and they're still in the game. They're still leading I, with four minutes to go. Gus, you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, what happened? There? Technical and, difficulties. I tweeted this out during Game 7. I'm like, because even in Game 7, after uh, uh, Golden State had taken two games in a row, I thought that Oklahoma was looking like the better team. They were looking like the better team in the first half, and at the end of the first half, the score was 48-42. to And I thought it it should have been so much more than just a six-point difference. And I tweeted it out. I was like, uh, 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 Golden State is lucky that Steph Curry and Klay Thompson make trick shots for a living. Because otherwise, they would not have been in that game. They were just not playing good team basketball. And then, of course, in the third quarter, and this is another ridiculous thing. I mean, you got to be fucking kidding me. It is literally 
the biggest game that that franchise has ever played in. Mm-hmm. Ever. Ever. Played in. For that ever. franchise. The dubs. Okay? The fucking Golden State Warriors have never played in a bigger game. And these guys are still rolling out 10 deep, 11 deep on there. Right. And getting Steph Curry and Klay Thompson fucking rest minutes because Leandro Barbosa, Sean Livingston, Anderson Verjao, Maurice Spates, they got this shit. I mean, what the fuck, man? How deep is this team? Well, here, here's, and that team ball that they were that, playing, that's, that's a deepest those are the team. crushing runs that you go on. That, and that's the thing. That's what I was going to get at right now, which is, first off, that was the 16th time this season, most in the NBA, that the, uh, the, the Thunder, formerly known as the Sonics, have blown a fourth quarter lead with six minutes to go. Yeah, they were not good, very They've good at closing out. Horrible in the, in the, all season. Yeah, but they were times. so good against San Antonio, yeah. and then so good through the first four games exactly, against yeah. Ogle, uh, Golden State that people thought that they maybe got over the hump or something like that. But like I said, probability will show you that that kind of shit regresses to the mean. Anyway, the other Ibaka's now, wh- not going to shoot forty-eight percent from three. Listen, for the now, entire back, back to back to what Edwin was saying right. about the Sonics or the <laughs> the Thunder uh, losing the leads. Why do you think that happens? Do you think it's because know, they I, rely so much on the on their two stars and no, they get here's, here's they the just answer. get gassed? They played what seven, eight guys in game seven? Here's the answer. Here's the answer. And it was if you if you're watching, especially in game six, with the lead, instead of playing team ball, they're playing hero ball. And it's a stupid cliche, but it is. It's true. It was ISO, run it. I mean, Durant and Westbrook were the only ones touching the ball. If it wasn't for a Robertson tip on a on a yeah. on a rebound, that was the only other person in the last five minutes that literally got a shot or an attempt. But it had nobody worked else. for them. It, it it had worked, but at that time when you have the lead and it's not working, you have to show that you can make an adjustment. And Golden State never got like even though Steph Curry was making the trick shots and Clay Thompson was making the trick shots, other people were involved, other people were touching the ball, and they were just out tiring him. It eventually caught up yeah, to them, and that's they blew exactly, it, man. That's exactly what I was talking about, yeah. man. It's just eventually it's going to catch up to you. The Golden State Warriors were not seventy three and nine for no fucking reason. Yeah. Eventually they were going to be able to impose their bad brand of basketball. And not just simply be bothered by length or Oklahoma City Thunder playing defense out of their mind like they hadn't done all season. Eventually, that stuff started regressing to the mean. Yeah. That uh, a Robertson guy or whatever the, the fuck his name is who's just shooting out of his mind. Ibaka shooting 48% from three. No, no, but still. I mean, it's, what, what was that probably, stuff, it's, it's Golden State. Dude, God, man. It was so fun. Dude, I've crushing. never been more frustrated by an opposing player, like I've and I've, you know, mind you, I've Clay Thompson did that Reggie Miller shit. <laughs> Dude, it, it's, it's 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 like playing two Reggie Millers against the Knicks. You know, that's what it was. <laughs> did, you, did you see that I one love... where he just took the ball, ran straight like in a fucking zip line yeah. to the three point line, and in the air turned around and sank the fucking nastiest three? Dude, it's 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 ridiculous Curry, how they do that. Every man. Steph Curry three pointer. There's a seven foot guy. They had a Bach on him. They had uh, Adams on him, and he just needs an inch, and he'll shoot it way over these. Well, people but Steph Curry's a little bit everyone. more because of his nasty crossover. He makes him dance, and then there's no guy. There's no big guy in the league that can. St- you have to start guarding the guy from the minute he crosses half court, and there's no big guy that he can't dribble around then. Just, and even if they so try to contain him, then he crosses them up I'm and d- shoots it up. I'm trying to hip. I'm Yosemite Sam. I'm trying to. <laughs> Gosh darn it! No, um, let me ask you: Who, in any sport, in any sport, has there ever been? At least for me, I, I'm trying to think of a guy. And mind you, I'm not like I like the Sonics. I was going for them, but I'm not gonna. Like I didn't lose any sleep over this. I was more upset because you were gonna talk shit today. Than I was about them losing. Like I said, I'm graceful in victory, baby. but um, I'm not even talking shit. Yeah. I so I was more worried about that. But let me ask you, as a fan, has there ever been, or who's the player that frustrated you to no end because he just dominated your team, like single-handedly like that? Because I'm looking at it, and there's no answer for Curry and this guy. Like, they had no. an answer for the first couple of games, yeah. but then Clay Thompson does whatever he wants. This guy does whatever he wants. It's so... Dude, because yeah. these shots are insane. That's the problem. That's the thing. That's the I understand basic. if a guy's just producing and producing and producing, yeah. but no, it's the way yeah, in which he's producing. Shot. It's, it's, it's It's so like, are you kidding me? Yeah. How many times did you say, are you kidding me, every like time he shot this guy? Code. It looks like they have the cheat code. Every time this guy's That's shooting, not... I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, uh, I don't want to say that anymore. There are always players who frustrate your team. As a Dolphins fan, you have to pick Tom Brady. That's like number one on your list on the FBI's most wanted. Tom Brady, yeah. That's that's the guy. I mean, uh, the Dolphins, are they don't have a horrible record against Tom Brady. So maybe... No, no, they don't. It's frustrating. Am I right? right? Yeah, fuck yeah. It's frustrating (laughs) seeing him dominate the league in general. Throw Tom Brady in the pit right now before you continue that sentence. (laughs) Oh, no! No, but... Let him finish. Let him finish. I was going to say, it's frustrating seeing him dominate the league for this long. And obviously, Dolphins and Jets and Bills... I haven't done shit because yeah, of, because of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, the guys yeah, you so, face more are usually yeah. the ones that will be more but frustrated, in this, like Darrell Revis. But guy. no, no, no. Oh, but Revis, but, but not even guy. Brady does it in the style that these guys do, where it's like so ridiculous. Nah. Yeah. It's it. 
Brady, if anything, is a model of consistency. He's like your Mike yeah. Trout, who's just going to go in there and keep getting hits and everything. But these guys do it with a flair that makes you go, like, when you see Brady do it, you're like, okay, he's he's just good. But when you see these guys do it, you're like, you you almost don't believe that they're good, that okay, it's but just these guys, luck. Okay, like, are you it's kidding not exactly me? Like, are, it's not exactly like that one utility player who just blows up your pitching The staff. Matt Diaz you know against the Marlins? Exactly. Because <laughs> these guys are not that. These guys are superstars. No, I know. Clay I know. Thompson has long been considered one of the better two-way players in this game. I get I and get it, but... People are of the opinion. I'm not of the opinion. We talked about this. I still think it's LeBron James. People are of the opinion Steph Curry is the best player yeah, in the but NBA. Yeah, but let me put it this way. I'm telling you, but when LeBron does it, when Brady does it, it's like it's expected when these guys do it. Like you can't process it as it like it's actually happening. Like but you, I, I told you what it was. When LeBron James does it, it just seems like he's a beast. He's a genetic freak. Like he's just a monster, right? He yeah. he looks like he's got the special juice. But when Steph Curry does it, it's like you're watching an extraterrestrial. It's like a UFO landing. Yeah. It's outside of this world. You think that he's cheating? He's he's he just should, yeah. I think he's he just is. chucking shit up. He's just chucking shit up, There's and it's mag- going through the hoop. It's There's not a touching in the anything. Ball, it's dude. just wet. Yeah. This is magnets in the ball or something. For sure. And that's the hoop. I don't know, man, but they're cheating. Okay? What, was, what was that movie? What was that movie with uh, Marlon Wayans? The Sixth Man? Uh, or like the Sixth Man. His, his brother's ghost is up in the mouth? Yeah, they got help. I don't know, but they we got to look at some family help. trees on, on Golden State, man. When the And Clay Thompson, absolutely. <laughs> Oklahoma City should have taken game six. By all accounts, they should have taken game six. Yeah. Clay Thompson doesn't go just out of his fucking mind. Basketball cheat codes. Uh, you know, hero mode, yeah. and it was insane until Steph Curry was uh, came around enough to hit a couple threes at the end to put that game away for them. Yeah, but I mean, uh, who but you was know it? what? It was it, the, the it owner was... of the Golden State Warriors who legit, literally bowed down to Clay Thompson in the yeah. in the hallways of of the of the arena of the OKC. No, but we got we got to give uh, give kudos to the Oklahoma man. If you're a fan of the team, you if you're a fan of the team, I mean, you're gonna be upset obviously because you had a chance to win. Okay, but that leads me to my next question. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But what I'm saying is, if you're a fan of the team, like, dude, you can't. I mean, you can, you can feel like they're Choklahoma and they, they had a chance, but at the same time, it's almost like they didn't, dude. It was like these people were just well, waiting to turn it on, and they turned it on, and they couldn't stop it, man. Yeah, it's, it's a machine. It really I don't is. Know. Look, I remember when the when the Marlins went to the World Series in, in 2003. They were down that 3-1 deficit to the Cubs, yeah. and I like as a fan, you try to like you go through the five stages of grief, right? You, you and once you hit bargaining, it's like okay, let us let us just beat the Cubs, and then I don't care what happens in the World Series, you know. Yeah. But then once you get to the World <laughs> Series and you're up three to two on the or uh, yeah three, three to two, two on, on the Yankees, Yankees you yeah. want to put them away. Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't expected that they were going to beat the San Antonio Spurs and the Golden State Warriors. But once you're up three one in that series, you have to make it to the finals. Yeah, I know, I, you know? I know, but you, I'm just trying to find some solace for like Oklahoma fans. Sorry guys, you're losing the right. To the heat. Yeah. He had that he had on uh you saw that the TNT t- thing? Yeah. Hell yeah. What about did you see the name Don of Fish? his did you see the name of his new shoe that's coming out? Preheat. Preheat. Yeah. You see the colors that it's in? I'll give you some preheat. Saw the colors? This is Miami Heat colors, man. He's here. Ooh. Uh I heard today that he owned a condo for like a he just recently sold it, but since like two thousand eleven he owned a condo in uh down by the arena. Oh yeah? Yeah. Probably wouldn't be Apparently coming to I mean, all these guys have homes in Miami. Yeah. But okay, so um I don't want to do the, the regular hacky question, but I, I think it, it, it bears asking. And that is, I, I don't necessarily think that it was a choke job, but the overcoming the 3-1 deficit, is that an impressive feat by the Golden State Warriors? Or is it more revealing in a vulnerable type of way that they got down 3-1 to begin with? I think it's more impressive because I've been saying it for two seasons now that I wasn't impressed or that I thought that there was, you know, their matchups were in their favor. But this is they hey they got tested by a team that beat the second best team in the league and had a good chance and they came back from them and they beat them. There's nothing I can say now. Like everything I've been bad that I said about them before about the team and you know questioning their and you know their 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 actual leg- legitimacy. I I can't say anything, dude. They came back and beat them. We need to work on one of those like uh, buzzers. We need one of those buzzer sounds for like wrong. You know what I'm saying? Why? <laughs> for you know the kind of shit that comes out of your mouth. What? Like they weren't that impressive last year just because of well, what I. Was, uh, okay, I was I was right. I I was question I was questioning the the fact that they like like last week I said I gave you the the list of teams that they got through to get to the finals and it wasn't you know I just like man it you, was a bad you, list. You always succumb to the theory that some of these guys like Clayton Kershaw not being very good. Nice. By the way, the kind of shit that we see with Clayton Kershaw this season. Or like Peyton Manning being the best regular season quarterback of all time, but then not being very good in the playoffs. You succumb to that theory. Yeah. I don't necessarily believe in all that. I, I just do. think 
that the guy who shows consistency, sometimes you get into the playoffs, and then sometimes you have good games, sometimes you have bad games. No, but if you I, give I, that guy the bigger sample size, I will take the guy that gets me there every time. No, I would have taken all of those years for the Atlanta Braves because that's the team that's going to get I me get, there every I time. I get that, but the Braves didn't have a guy on the team that just choked. The team just had some bad luck in all those years. They were good teams, and they played good. The other teams just played better. But when you look at guys like Kershaw, his record, him, his performance in the playoffs is crap. John Smoltz is the greatest postseason pitcher. He has the most wins. He has like 20-something wins. I mean, they, the Braves players played. They just got just, outplayed, you know? Well, here's, here's what I'm... What I was trying to bring it back to. Kershaw's record State in Warriors. the postseason, like we've, we discussed. Just because they did it in the regular season doesn't make it any less impressive that they won 73 games. It was a feat that had never been done before. Yeah. The great, what most people say is the greatest player of all time, and Michael Jordan was, you know, they beat his record. They beat his teams, the team that dominated the 90s, the team that, like, the guy that changed sports, the team that changed sports, not just basketball. Mm-hmm. It was... So why and it was what I was talking about last week. Like, why do we try to diminish that by saying, "Oh, it was just in the regular season"? Or, oh, no, we didn't. It's diminish like we're that. denying what we're watching. Hold on. And what we were watching all season was a team that was playing unprecedented basketball. Hold on. So even if they can't, because it just happens to be within two weeks of the playoffs, even if they can't uh, replicate it, we we shouldn't deny what we saw for five months. Okay. Um, can I say something it's, now? It's, <laughs> it's the truth. What I'm, I, no one discredited what they accomplished in the regular season they said well what everyone's been you saying, were trying to no listen what everyone's been saying is if they don't take it all the way through in the postseason and win then the accomplishment is going to be diminished that's what's going to happen but if they pull it off if they pull They're it two off separate and, entities no 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 no. they're not two separate entities because no are. one looks at the seattle like i said the seattle uh, mariners when they won all those games in 2001 yeah. and says oh that was the greatest regular season baseball team of all time even though okay. they had the best most wins no it's no no like, no, no. It, it's like no, separating it's, uh in in uh, european soccer it's like separating the champions league and the thing you understand that once you get to the playoffs, it's thing? a completely different tournament and the regular season, which is just accumulated wins and points. It, you understand that once you get into the playoffs, it's a completely different tournament. Mm-hmm. That should not diminish what we saw separately, which was a great regular season, the yes, greatest no, of all listen, time. Here, listen. In two no. th- I forgot what year it was. It was two, the, the year that the Arsenal went, were called the in- Invincibles. They went the whole Premier League season without losing. They had a few draws oh, and wins. 2006. And I think so, and they lost in the Champions League, and everybody says, hey, that was a great regular season that they had in the Premier League and the, and the hardest league in, in, in the world, but yet in Champions League, they got bounced by, I think it was Liverpool that beat them in the Champions League. Oh, that was in 2006 then. So I don't know, I don't remember or, or what team beat them, but the point is, they didn't even make it to the finals, okay. and, and so people look at that, there is a separation, but when you build up, a, 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 what do you call it, a... a was that the team with Thierry Henry? Yeah, Thierry Henry was on that team, Perez. and uh, It was probably the year after. I think so. I can, I, I'll look it up. But the point is, when you build up like your, your expectations. expectations and everybody says, hey, they had a great season, you're adding extra pressure when you get to the play when you get to the playoff season. Like, for instance, when Chelsea won the Champions League in 2012, they didn't even qualify for Champions League the following year unless they won Champions League that year because the winner automatically qualifies for the next year. Because of that, Chelsea's regular season wasn't very good. I get you. I don't think it's so black and white as in, as um, you know, if you're the best in the regular season but you don't win the championship, it's diminished or the other way around. You know, I think it's it could be a combination of the uh, two. Like what I'm saying is, you know? team teams are likely to get hot. And I I just said some of those stats to you. Like uh, Oklahoma City was playing the defense they hadn't played all season. Ibaka was shooting 48 percent from three. When you get that, uh, Dion Waiters was uh, Robertson was shooting out of his mind. So when you get that kind of performance. And that can happen, as unlikely as it is, yeah. in a seven-game series. When you get that, then that's when you can knock out a team like the champions or the team that just uh, won 73 games. Yeah. But I personally, and uh, uh, I mean, uh, anybody's welcome to think whatever they want, of course, mm-hmm. but I personally am not going to think less of the team that I just saw be better than anybody else in the regular season because one team got really hot in a seven-game stretch and was able to take them out. Well, you know? uh, it's... It, it is. It is. It, that's going to happen. You're going to, like I said, you look at the Seattle Mariners, you look at the uh, New, New England Patriots when they went undefeated in the regular season, but they didn't pull it off in the Super Bowl. Nobody crowns them the greatest team ever. But you know who they crowned the greatest team ever? The 72 Bulls. Dolphins. 72 Dolphins because they went undefeated and won the Super Bowl. They crowned the yeah, 72 but... and 10. Hold on, hold on. 72 10 uh, Bulls because they completed the whole feat. It's two parts. It comes together. You got to finish the job if you build yourself up like that. That just comes with the territory. Yeah, that, you're still going to be remembered for be. having a great season, that but you're be. also going to be remembered that you had a chance to be one of the all time great teams and you didn't do it. That's that it. might Simple be. But you don't think it's a ridiculous thought that because of one 
you it, know, uh, David Tyree happened to have some glue on his helmet for but one play that the Patriots aren't considered maybe the best I can team make, of all time. I can make the counter-argument that, you know what, yeah, that was one play, but they had three and a half quarters prior to that to separate themselves you're from right. this team. You're right, and one that was, day and one game been or in one series hold if on, you're in basketball. On. They, should, they, had all, they had all the game prior to that moment to separate themselves from a team that everybody said was inferior, and they didn't. So it, it, you had it, you lost it, and that's it. You're not the greatest right, of all right, time. Right, right, right. But it, it there's, the a reason, there's a reason why when we look at statistics... You want to crown him, go crown him. <laughs> we let him off the hook. There's a reason when we look at statistics and we look at analytics, we look at sample sizes. And the bigger, the better. And that's what the regular season has to offer for us. It does so in European soccer, and it does so in the regular season for every uh, North American sport. And that crowns the better team. Not a simple tournament in which a seven-game stretch, somebody can get hot. Because that fucks right, with bro. the sample. Uh, it's not, true. Not this is why we evaluate things over wait, the no. big sample sizes. Okay, but if you're, the Warriors you're... were to have been knocked out. Okay, so you're telling me that because Clay Thompson went absolutely unconscious. Yes. Right? That the Warriors now can be the best team? Not because they if got, he had they... just missed one of those threes and Oklahoma eked out game six, no, I then tell they you, would you not know have what? considered. You know why I tell you that they can be one of the great teams? Because they turned it around at the right time so they wouldn't be in a situation where everybody can criticize them for failing and choking when they were cons- expected to be the best team. It's the same shit that we no, were talking dude. about last if year when if, Tom if Brady's sitting on the bench as Russell Wilson throws an interception listen, so he's allowed to be one of the greatest listen, quarterbacks of all time. If we accept... If we accept players for being great and we want to give them all the praise, then you have to give them the 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 bad recognition that comes with losing. Just like we the, the whole Aaron Rodgers debate that I always said, nobody gives them any shit for losing, but we give them all the praise when he wins. And it doesn't matter if it's regular season or postseason. We have the playoffs, and that's the way it is. We're but not going to change the why, sports. Why that's do why we consider that because W for, statistics because, such a big thing? Oh my when God, everything because else, there's so much money involved. If it be money that comes okay, with winning, Okay, forget about bro. the money. I'm talking about considering. Oh, I'm not going to get all philosophical. Look, with the sports, no, 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 why no, do we have W's? Why not, do we have playoffs? Why I didn't do we say have why wins? do we have that? That's why we play Good, the game, exactly. to win or lose. That's it. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, how do you consider? Okay, so because we we just say now, it's you a don't blanket want statement. Now? Shut up. It's a blanket <laughs> statement. Kobe Bryant has five rings, right? Uh-huh. Okay, for three of those, Shaq was the MVP, uh-huh. and for another one of those, in the seventh game, he went six of twenty-four against the Boston Celtics, and the rest of the Lakers carried his ass to that fourth ring. Uh-huh. So four out of five, he was not the reason, okay. or the biggest reason. Well, I mean, okay, that fourth one, of course, Kobe was the biggest reason. Uh-huh. But what I'm saying is, all we look at is five rings, right? That W set is just it's 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 a it's a, a flawed way to look at what we consider best bro you're you're just crying right now just write a letter to the sports oh, no, gods and i'm say, not the hey, one crying i'm the one I don't explaining want the, no you're 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 this you're is the same shit we were doing last week when i was explaining shit objectively no and you were just being completely no, you, passionate dude, over the top guy just looking at w's and no, again okay. again i think it's you guys are, are still looking at it as a black and white thing you know what i'm saying like uh kobe bryant the kobe bryant example for it you know it's it's not that you know, Shaq maybe couldn't have done it without him. Also, you know what I mean. But and 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 the same token, um, those and when when he when it was just his team, yeah, they couldn't have done it without him. Like this, it's yeah, it's a team effort. But at the same time, yeah, it's and a team. It's a team game. Most, most is, of the praise. It's, hey. it's a team game. So that that's why you can't look at one player and say, okay, his team has all these wins, so he's the best. But at the same time, you have to look at that team and say he was the best player on that team so it's yeah. n- it's not as black and white as you guys are arguing the golden state warriors are not more impressive to me because they won the oklahoma city the the oklahoma city no i uh, okay i'm sorry i phrased it the wrong way they are i'm impressed by the fact that they were able to win that oklahoma series but that's not the reason that they're the best team to me they would have been the best team regardless but you're really splitting hairs you're like trying to find like a deeper meaning to win no no no, no. It i'm teams, not it's I'm, a team this sport. is not an existential it's, argument it feels this like is it me, no this is me saying that one hot stretch one hot seven game stretch does not the best team in basketball make dude but like we've said before in basketball more often than not the best team wins and you don't see the ups it's like yeah, you see more often than not yes and you don't that's see correct. the more often than not but the that's team part that of the leads game. three to one. But that's wins. part of the game, and that doesn't always prove to Dude, be the case. Nineteen fifty-four, the Cleveland Indians won one hundred and eleven games and got swept by the Giants in the play, in the in the World what Series. The fuck does that have to do with it? I'm just saying it's part of the game, and it's going to go down in the record books, and that's it. Like y- you move on. It's part of it. You have You're to win the rambling. whole thing. Yes, I'm what. Rambling. No. Rambling. I gave you a very accurate stat. That was considered no. the best baseball team at that time, and they got swept in the in the World Series by Willie Mays when he makes the basket catch that everybody sees. Okay. That was that World Series. Uh-huh. All right, guys. Moving on. Moving on. Let's, uh, uh, let's talk about the finals. <laughs> Real okay. quick. Real quick. So, Cavs going to get raped. 
I, I don't actually <laughs> nice think so. Nice way to put that, bro. I, I don't actually think so. I think uh, the Cavs might have a chance here. I don't know. I'm still Exist- picking the Golden State Warriors uh, to win. I think they're the best team in basketball. But Hipster Rick thinks it's uh, existentially the Cavs have a chance to win because when you figure in the probability of all the teams playing and the likelihood of an upset is very unlikely. So I think it's going to be, you know, Cavaliers well, if in you six were to and a analyze half things, If you were to analyze <laughs> things, you know, by actually watching the game and taking in what you're seeing instead of just LeBron's hairline or the analyze. fact that he left Miami. Dude, we're not an analyzed show. We're a passion sports show. You're asking me who I think is going to win the yes. series. This Passionate. is the most educated way to do it. Are you fucking kidding me? Of course, <laughs> that's what you have to consider when you pick a winner. It's not just because LeBron left Miami. What? <laughs> Anyways, all right. So here's my take on it. <laughs> no, um, when you compare the series uh, that they played last year to the players that they have in it this year, mm-hmm. right? Last last season they had their better defenders out there most of the time because Love and Kyrie were injured. Yeah. This season Love is going to be out there a lot more. He's not as good a def- uh, defender as the guys that were in there last mm-hmm. season. Yeah, Kyrie. Uh, and he, you know he sucks at the pick and roll and uh, and, and uh, defending at the at the three point line and all that stuff. So yeah, I mean good. while they have a a better offensive player with Love, the the Warriors are going to light him up. Man, yeah, it seems like they're going to sacrifice de- defense for offense to try mm-hmm. to keep up with the scoring and but yeah, in a slugfest you're always going to pick the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, I, exactly. I, and it's as as good as uh as good as the Cavs are. I really don't think. Bro, I'm telling you, I was super impressed with the fact that Golden State is just like the definition of team ball. That team, anybody, everybody contributes. Like you said, 10, 11 deep. You know, and they're gonna do that, and I I don't think but the Cavs can handle it. They're suffering, then they can just resort to fucking uh, backwards, eyes closed, halftime yeah. trick shots to you know <laughs> Steph keep gonna, them in the game. Steph Curry's gonna fart a three pointer from half court. <laughs> you know, she's gonna stick the ball up his ass and just shoot it. That fucking team. So steroids you got from the high Leah high coach. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so since the, our next show will be after the series start, we got gotta gotta do it, gotta do it. Cavs or, or Warriors oh. and what? You got to do it. You prediction want me to do radio. prediction radio? Yes, I want to piss you off. Yeah. So you can play a little soundbite next week when uh, when I said, uh, you know, Thunder in, in five. Okay. All right. Well, I'll go first. Yeah. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be uh, Warriors in, in five. I got Warriors in six. Um, yeah. Maybe I'll give Cleveland a game. Sure. Uh, Golden State Warriors in five. Oh, you're going with me? Yeah, I like that, Poppy. What's wrong with you? <laughs> All right, so now that we got our prediction yeah, radio stuff, in. Oh, stuff. last little NBA note. Did you see where David Blatt signed to coach? Uh, no, was it made official today? Because as of yesterday, it was only reported. Reported? Well, I don't know if it's official yet, but reported he's going to sign for Turkish Turkish League, bro. Wow, dude. Yeah. You came in, you, uh, you, you coached the greatest player. Uh, he you is know. revered in Israel. Yeah. That guy is a fucking god over there, man. They yeah. and they treat their their coaches over there like royalty. So I, but I got it's just, not surprising to me that he goes back to that league. What was he yeah. gonna do? Be huh. a, an assistant coach on some staff? Yeah, he's gonna be mm. like, but man, it's, he's got to feel like a professional failure. Like as far as like the whole not not, not a professional failure, like but this whole endeavor coming to the states and coaching is gonna feel like a failure because everybody looks at him like a joke. And it's not yeah. his fault, but you know what? He's laughing all the way to the bank account. That contract was oh, guaranteed, yeah. so yeah. he he, he no, took he the just, bank. Uh, if anything, he's going to view it as he he made a mistake. He yeah. should never have. But then again, when he accepted that job, there was no LeBron James involved. Exactly. And yeah, he, he had no way later. of knowing. No, yeah. The I mean, other the guy, uh, the guy was fired uh, uh, with uh, first place in the East. Yeah, and that's the other little nugget that I, I want to leave the uh, NBA with, which is uh, Anderson Varejao. Getting a ring, no matter what. Did you oh, see yeah. that? He yep. played 32 games with the Cavs and 33 with the Warriors. Yep. Yep. So no matter what, win or lose, he's getting he's a ring. getting a ring. Well, I, I wonder mean, if he gets a winner's ring and a second place ring. Well, he's going to get a ring from the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. And he's going to get one from the Cavs. So I'm thinking, well, what if... So he no, wins. I mean, he's going to get it with the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> so he wins the championship with Golden State, and then does he get like a runner-up finish ring with the Cavs? Oh, they make those? Know, yeah, yeah. You get a like a an Eastern Conference champion ring, but it's you know oh, well, they don't yeah. really. Like so it. if if this is the interesting part to that story, if he if the Warriors happen to lose by some miracle, mm-hmm. when they go to Cleveland next year, is he gonna like he be happy? Is he ring. gonna happily accept that championship ring? Oh yeah, because he lost and he lost. It. Well, there's no telling like, that. You know Anderson Merzal will be with the Golden State Warriors next year. Well, okay. Yeah, we don't well, know well wherever he, wherever he is. No, it happens. Wherever it, he no. is, you know. I remember. What I mean? It's funny because I remember this is this is how old I am. I'm dating myself here. But in 1996, the uh, Braves yeah. when they opened up their new stadium. You remember 1986? Yeah, bro, it's crazy. <laughs> remember like it was yesterday, 20 years ago. 
Um, yeah, well, I think I have, 20 years ago. So I might 20, have a memory. So check this out. The Braves were opening up Turner Field, uh-huh. and the first day, first home game, they were passing out the rings to all the players from the championship from the year before, 95. And Kenny Lofton was their new uh, center fielder, and they beat Kenny Lofton's Indians. So he was oh, there yeah. at 90. the ring ceremony. You're talking about 96. 96, oh, I yeah. think you said 86. No, 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 96. Oh. 20 years, bro, not 30. Yeah, and uh, so anyway, Kenny Lofton was there getting watching his new teammates get the rings for beating his old team, yeah. which was pretty funny, I always thought. Yeah. So, okay, LemonCityLive.com. The landfill. The landfill. No, not, not our website, but uh, LemonCityLive.com <laughs> is uh, where you go. Uh, it's actually, we're going to be very shortly, we're going to be revamping it, going to be changing out some stuff there, going to make it a little more interactive. Ooh. Yeah, a little, uh, little sneak peek there, but... um. In the meantime, that's where you can find our whole show archive, uh, our blog posts are there, our social media accounts, everything there, including our promotion that we're running. By the time everybody hears this tomorrow, we'll have a, a winner already, but the uh, Instagram promotion that we ran for the Copa America tickets throughout yeah. the week, we do got some winners. We'll announce them on Instagram shortly. That's right. Uh, but other than that, let's transition over to some football. Let's debut Vice City FC. <laughs> Thank you, Vesta. So that was the this is the first official Vice City FC, which is our segment totally dedicated to all things soccer, and including our local teams here, which we have the uh, pleasure to cover on a week to week basis. That's correct. So we're gonna start with them. Um, you do. We we wanna do. Start, you want to start with them? I want to give a round of applause to the Miami FC for Hell their yeah. first ever win in franchise history this past Saturday. Let's clap it out, guys. Cough, clap, clap it out. Cough clap here. Congratulations, a big uh, hashtag Vamos Miami. Tell them who your boy was. Uh, our, my boy, Arielito Martinez, man. What? Cuban, uh, Cuban forward for... Uh, la Patria. For, yeah, La Patria. For uh, Miami FC. Homeboy had SC top 10 type of goal this week. It was, it was a one nasty. Nothing. It was a one nothing winner. Pumping go. And uh, what's that? Pumping up. Pumping up. He said, oh, pun. And uh, <laughs> homeboy had a beautiful blast where he took it around the defender and from way outside the box. The toe tap. The toe to, tap to set it up. Yeah. That was the most beautiful touch yeah, of the That ball. was nice. His first man. touch was perfect to set up the toe touch to cross, with the second touch. To cross then, the defender, then the toe touch. Yeah. And Ooh. then creates the space and just blasted upper 90. You know, like they say, where mama hides the thin bins. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. <laughs> uh, kick and uh, he ran over and celebrated with the cuban fans there that were holding up the cuban flag oh yeah so that was pretty cool and uh and miami fc held on held on and won the game one nothing well i mean that over... was in the 90 something minute no 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 no. it wasn't it was in the second half um but it wasn't it wasn't that late in the game and um anyway it uh they beat fc edmonton which came in and actually fc edmonton i don't think had lost all season they had uh right. some ties and wins they were yeah. up there and they were just a point or two out of uh, first place so they uh, they suffered their first defeat, and there was a couple of uh, a couple of new um, a couple of new guys on the team that made their debut. Uh, the first one is Richie Ryan, um, <clears throat> Richie Ryan, who came over from the Jacksonville Armada. Tell me about Richie Ryan. Uh, he's number twenty. Yeah, <laughs> and he's our midfielder. He's uh, he's a pretty boy out there, but he came over from Jacksonville Armada and made boy his debut on Saturday. On Saturday, and uh, Michael Lahoud, who already has a chant. He came Tell me about Cosmo. Michael. Michael LaHood, they already, uh, Dade Brigade had their own chant for him. They were like, where LaHood, where LaHood, where LaHood at? Where LaHood, where LaHood, where LaHood at? I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let me tell you, man, Dade Brigade was having a good time, man. The crowd was, uh, crowd was a little... First win. crowd was a little uh, smaller than the, the weeks before. But, um, but man, this is going to change it. Like, you could, see, you could see Nesta after the game, happy, smiling. He was um, happy. <laughs> he was happy, finally. <laughs> And um, he was having a good time, and it just there was a there was a really cool vibe after the game, man. You know, first franchise victory, you could tell management had a lot of pressure. That goal was so pretty, and and yeah, and to finish with that kind of style, it was it was it was wonderful. So, the the team overall played really really great, man. They were in control of the whole game, so now they actually have moved up from eleventh to tenth place, one point ahead of uh, the Jacksonville Armada. All right. Well, you know how much I hate sports cliches, but to finish out the fall the the spring season like this mm-hmm. with maybe a win or two maybe you have a, a decent performance in the u.s open cup yeah they have the match tonight i just it could carry you into the spring season or at least you feel better about Absolutely. it you know yeah and uh and then our other team down here 
Fort Lauderdale Strikers. That's right. Man, they're putting on a run. Started off to a slow start on the beginning of the season. Yeah, injuries. But, but now they are three wins in a row on the road. Yep. And they've managed to get 10 points in their last four games. So they've only left two points on the pitch. That's what's up. So that right there, that's uh, climbed them all the way up to just right now. They're just a couple of points out of second place. So two points behind second place. It was dirty. You know, and you know what they what you want to do in... Um, in NASL, you want to move up to just the top four. You want to secure one of those top four positions so you can uh, qualify for the playoffs. So that's what they're they're putting themselves in position too. Yep. Well, the Fort Lauderdale Strikers, yeah. Fort Lauderdale Strikers won their Open Cup matchup today against mm-hmm. the Richmond Kickers. Yep. They uh, beat them on penalties. And the first Ooh. place New York Cosmos are coming in this Saturday uh, to the lock to Lockhart Stadium yep. to take on the Strikers. So I mean, it's a it's like a good Fort Lauderdale Strikers yeah, no, no. soccer Strikers. week, you know. And man, and Strikers went up to Ottawa this week, and they just they gave it to him, man. They, yeah. That goal that uh that they that they scored too was great. Mike Cohen with a nice finish. Yeah. Um. Everybody was just it's it's just it was a good week. It was the best uh best week for the local teams here in NASL. Both teams winning on yeah. the same week, and now both teams are returning home. The Miami C will be playing uh, the Indy Eleven this week, and the uh, Strikers, like you said, are going to be playing against the Cosmos at the Lock on Saturday. And um, so it's just it's an exciting week. We got a lot of we got the two matchups and then like we already uh, discussed tonight, Wilmington Hammerheads should be a should be um you know an easy not an easy win but an expected win. Yeah, definitely we, not an easy. But yeah, the uh, MEFC goes in as the favorites, obviously. And, yeah, as a Division Two team, they expect to handle the Division Three team. Yeah, and Strikers are going to be playing. Uh, now. Well, they already played the Richmond Kickers. Yeah, no, but now they're going to be playing oh, DC MLS. United. Mm-hmm. DC, DC United. DC United. So, and just to give you a little recap for you guys that are new to NASL. The uh, Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup is, it's just like how you have like the Copa del Rey or the FA Cup in uh, England. It's a its a tournament that runs within the season of uh, NASL and the other leagues that are going on, MLS and so on. But it also involves second and third division teams. And Correct. they play a little, you know, a tournament where they all play against each other and yeah. eventually crown a champion overall. They're all allowed to take on the higher competition for exactly. the, uh, the lower ones. Yeah, so you're going to see the matchups like, you know, we'll see uh, Miami FC playing against Real Salt Lake, which is an MLS yep. champion just a few seasons ago. And DC United, which is a multiple-time champion, yep. playing against the Strikers. So it'll be cool. Hopefully, cool. I don't know. Um, I don't know this, if they've released. Uh, t- I don't know if they've games re- were the third round. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know if they released where the games will be played yet. Um, but hopefully, it'd be really nice to get an MLS game down here. Ah, uh, that'd be really really cool. Um, but anyway, that's uh, that's that's our local coverage. So well, yeah. Again, but I wanted to mention one more thing before we got oh, out. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. had a couple players make the NASL team of the week Four. for both the Strikers and uh, the Miami FC. Yep. From Miami FC, it was your boy, your main man, Ariel Adelito. Martinez, yeah. and Jaime Chavez made both. Both made the NASL team of the week. Mm-hmm. For the Strikers, it was Luis Felipe Fernandez and not Bruno, not the Miami FC Day Brigade's beloved Bruno, <laughs> but uh, Diego Restrepo makes the NASL team of the week. Awesome, awesome. And he was really good. Yeah, he was pretty, really good on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, he was. And uh, speaking of Day Brigade, Diana, I, can't, I can't stress enough how happy those guys were, man. Really happy for them. Mitchell. Uh, the players, you can see uh, the relief. Lahoud came out to the to the Dade Brigade and started like giving hugs to all the fans. And uh, Rusin was out there too. Campos came out. Everybody. Oh, that's so, your boy. Yeah, that's Campos. my boy. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it it was cool, man. It was it, it really was like everybody was just happy and it felt good just to finally get that you know that win. Especially you know you wanted to do it in the season before a game like tonight. Cheers. You know? So uh, so it's good to build off that. But uh, we're going to transition over to another big event that we had this week. And we had a big, big, big uh, soccer weekend for us. We also had an international friendly was played at Marlins Park between the Colombian national team and the Haitian national team. With our boy from the Strikers, John Alexander, was there for the Haitian team. And uh, on top of that, you had all the Colombian stars. Minus James Ramirez was the only one that wasn't there. but um, He was a little busy in yeah, Milan. Yeah, he was a little busy in Milan, which uh, more on that later. Yeah. And... Uh, but anyway, the game, great game, great crowd. Took a little while to, for the fans to trickle in. Um, I'd say probably but, within the but first. But boy, did they! Oh yeah, but I'd say by like you know maybe within the first ten minutes yeah, of the you game. You got a bunch everybody... of Hispanics, you know, try to pile into a stadium. Yeah, they're going to be a little late. <laughs> to be honest, they were this hanging out outside, like celebrating, drinking. And, and, yeah, drinking their guado, the water, the guado, yeah. So they were having a good time, but man, the crowd was awesome. It was our it was our first uh, trip to Marlins Park, so it was really really cool for us to they, to. Um, you know, really to cover nice. an event like that. Yeah, maybe, maybe uh, I know that tournaments like the Copa America are a little bit hesitant to, mm-hmm. to host it down here to, because we don't have uh, Beckham Stadium just yet or yeah. whatever. But when it comes to friendlies, uh, I got to say it more than did the job. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it was a Definitely. nice setup at Marlins Park. It, they had it. They did it right. And I want to give a shout out, man. 
Them Haitian fans, man, they were legit. I Even, thought oh, I, down sure. one? I was I, no, no. It, well, first off, it was they were you know Colombia scored early. Dido Moreno scored the the first goal, and I was like, all right, you know, I've I've seen Colombian games before, and I know they can get a little out of hand pretty quick, especially when they're when they're clicking, and it looked like they were. But uh, but man, Haiti came back and responded really quick with a yeah, beautiful yeah, cross and a header slammed. Uh, I think it went upper ninety also on that one. Yeah, um, that one was nice. Yeah, off of Spain. Yeah, let me, let me tell you, dude. Um, Colombia scored first, but Haiti was the aggressor from the beginning, man. Yeah, they came out hard, dude. They they wanted to put it. They wanted to put it into Colombia real quick. Yeah, no, they they weren't backing down. But let me tell you though, that place because when Colombia scored, the whole place went nuts. And I'm out on the field, though, I'm taking pictures. And when that second goal came in, or the, or the first Haiti goal. All of a sudden, it was funny because the, the, the ball girl was behind me, and she's holding up balls to give it to the goalie, and she was she was Haitian. And, man, when Haiti scored, you could see the look in her eyes, man. She looked so happy. Like, she was just, like, yeah. you know, she she's she's working the event, so she can't show emotion, but she's holding the ball. And I look at her, I'm like, dang, you, you, you excited? And she's, like, she's on the verge of tears of happiness. Like, that goal apparently meant so much to them, which is great, you know, but it's it's awesome to see yeah. that, 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 that passion. Like, she was so, so excited, but... But I looked out into the crowds, man, and there was a big Haitian contingency. Like they were scattered around, but they were in big chunks and big groups. And I think from everything that I've read and everything, there were no issues or anything like that. No, 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 no incidents to report or anything. I think it was a very uh, peaceful game. And then that's, Columbia, that's how we like it. Yeah, Colombia. And, and it went one-one in, into the half, and in the second half, Cuadrado scored one, and then yeah. Roger Martinez scored the the last one, which we got a nice video of on our. On our Instagram and uh, and we'll our and our uh, Twitter page, you can go there and check out the beautiful video of that third and final goal of the game. And uh, along with on our Facebook page, we also have a little photo gallery of uh, of our coverage of the event. And um, along with post game press conference pictures with uh, Coach El Profe Peckerson, uh, Peckerman, sorry. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> but man, it was just it, it really was it was really awesome to see a, a sea of yellow out in the crowd and. Yep. It was packed up. All the, I mean, there was definitely more people than for a Marlins game recently. But uh, it oh was, yeah, uh, for sure. And, it was a and it was a cool little it was a cool little warm up for the Copa America. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Dude, let me tell you, if if, if the the way Colombia played is any uh, indication, any mm-hmm. indication of what they're gonna play like in uh, in Copa America, man, they love that right wing with Cuadrado, dude. Oh yeah, Cuadrado feeding it from the right wing. They love Boss. that. But one thing I didn't like, man, and. Um, I didn't like the uniforms, bro. Colombia didn't rock the yellow, man. Oh boy, yeah. I know. They were they they're rocking the new uh, Adidas kits that they got, but their their secondary jersey is white. And uh, I don't know, man. It's it's just not Colombia. It looked like Team USA out there. They were rocking white with the blue shorts and like white socks, I think it was. And it mm-hmm. just there was no yellow, and that's that's know, what it yeah, is, bro. Man, you gotta dude, have some you, yellow. The whole yeah, you gotta pander to your white. audience, dude. Yeah, Come man. On. The Haitian team jerseys were nice, man. They are nice. I, I like thought them. they were pretty sick, bro. I was like, like, man, I can get down with that blue and red. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that was the uh, only complaint I had about the game. But that's well, just our our USA men's national team will mm-hmm. take on that Colombia team for the first Copa America match that they will play this Friday, June third, yes. uh, if I'm not mistaken, June third. Yes, yes. Yep. Friday, June third. USA will take on Colombia for the first Copa America match. And there's gonna be a local watch party at Fado, right? Correct, Gus. That's correct. The American um, Outlaws. American Outlaws are gonna be uh, hosting at Fado Irish Pub in Brickell. So if you're locally and you wanna. Go watch a game with all the Team America, you know, hooligans. It's always a good time. If you were here for the World Cup, uh, oh, co- yeah. you know, a couple years oh, ago yeah, for the dude. World Cup, the the excitement and the environment there was awesome. I went there it's to popping. watch all the Team USA games. It gets crunk. And uh, get there early because uh, especially since it's going to be Colombia, there's going to be a lot of Colombian people out there too. So get there early if you are going to go watch the game because it will fill up pretty quick. Edwin's people will be out there. I'll be out there with my oh, Guado. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I'm going to have like my Colombia jersey and an American flag. The, I don't know. the uh the USA watch party is in Fado, but the Colombia watch party is in um. Uh, is it what is it? Whatever. Kendall? No, 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 <laughs> not Cucaramanga. Cucaramanga doesn't seem like the other place. Which one? The Baru? No. Baru. No, they closed yeah, that Baru yeah, yeah. down. No, no, no. The the, the Baru in Midtown. Oh, in Midtown, that's where it's gonna be. Yeah, the Baru yeah. that was in Brickle across from Fado is uh, that's yeah. the one they closed. They're they're building a high rise there now. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, that Baru is gonna open up a couple blocks away. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's the thing there. So Copa America, man, you got that's Copa America. Uh, well, Copa America. Yeah, yeah, Copa America starting. Euros are starting too. Um, that's about to kick off in a few days. Yeah, they're finalizing all the rosters. I've been getting notifications mm-hmm. like crazy. And uh, did oh man, did you see the one about Marco Royce from Germany? How he tweeted out on it was on his birthday, and then um, Mario Goetze tweeted out, man, 
uh, happy birthday. Can't wait to play the tournament with you. And then, like, a little while later, the squads were announced, and he wasn't on the team. Oh. And Mario oh, no. Gotze went, no, it gets worse. He goes back, and oh, he no. races the, uh, the, the tweet? tweet, retweets, or issues a new tweet saying, hey, man, uh, sorry about that, but can't wait to see you. And he tagged the wrong guy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody who did make the roster? No, some, like... some random person that's not Marco Royce got oh, no. tagged. Uh, the tweet was directed to him. So that'd be pretty cool if I got all of a sudden. Damn it, Goatsy. That's hilarious, dude. <laughs> so he, he can make a, a friggin' game winning goal in the World Cup but final, but he can't. Can't send the right tweet. Send the right you tweet. Can't Come trust on, guy. Name Goatsy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, that. And then after our, both these tournaments, you got the Olympics, man. So a lot, a lot of cool stuff. So much soccer this summer, um, dude. I'm so stoked. Hell yeah. We're also working on uh, International Champions Cup. Seeing if we can uh, right. make our way out there to some of the matches. I know Gus is going to be up next month because it's officially June now, right? So uh, yeah, yeah. Now in uh, next month in July, Gus is going to be up for the Paris uh, PSG game versus Real Madrid in Columbus. Yes, so sir. he's going to be up there for that. We're Columbus? Gonna some, yeah, Columbus. Where is Columbus, that? Ohio. Ohio. Where is that? that is, it's uh, that is a few that. miles away from the landfill. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a few miles away from the center of the earth and hell. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, that's going to that's gonna be going on in next month. So, And then we're also working on seeing if we can get some coverage of some of the other games too. But uh, we'll see how that goes. There's one other minor soccer event that took place this last weekend. And what was that? Gus? I don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> Spoken like a true Barca fan. Well, Gus, Gus went out on a limb last week and said Madrid was going to win. Yeah. Very, very, very solid statement. We remember that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he was right. And he was I was right. so Madrid did win. I didn't even rub it in. Almost two Madrids won. Yeah. You know? Almost. <laughs> but how, how fitting was that ending? Tell me. Oh, yeah, of course. This guy plays a shitty-ass game. <laughs> <laughs> then he's, and then goes. he scores the game-winning there penalty. He plays a shitty-ass game. This guy? Penaldo to the Say rescue, bro. Say his name. Penaldo. Penaldo. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, oh boy. No. Uh, all right, all right. Seriously, seriously, seriously. Look, Edwin Madrid. Won. Look, Madrid is obviously the better team. Real Madrid is obviously the better team, right? Okay, they deserve to win because of their better team. But uh, for, uh, take, uh, using Edwin's uh, rationale for Golden State last season, yeah, they didn't beat anybody to get there. There you go. They beat no one. Mm-hmm. Hey, it doesn't matter, bro. But, what matters is the dubs, bro. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> Are they taking the cup home, bro? Okay, then. <laughs> Here's the deal. Oh, God. Edwin wanted his Frenchman to perform, and one of those Frenchmen missed a fucking penalty. Yeah. Okay, Griezmann? Oh, so bad. Griezmann, yeah. I, honestly, I was, I, as I was watching the game, I was like, you know what? Uh, Real Madrid was playing really, really good. They were the aggressor. And these guys had all the opportunity to, to do it, man, but they blew that kick. But the goal that uh, Car- Yannick Carrasco, uh, Car- what's his name? Carrasco? Yeah, Carrasco, Carrasco. Carrasco. The, he's Belgium. Um, took me. I didn't know that. Oh, but, uh, that was nice. That was a nice was goal. Beautiful dude. goal. Beautiful, beautiful goal. But I can't feel See. bad, man. They had a chance to to put these guys out. Now, also, I will say this, and I'm sorry, Madrid fans, but uh, your boy Sergio Ramos was offside. So enjoy this victory. Yeah, you that's won what they it. Say. But, yes, uh, he was. Homeboy was definitely offside. You got lucky, but hey, it happens. You know, that's part of the game. Yeah. Referees that's what they didn't do. see it. He was also yeah. a little reckless. He was a little reckless. Um, but hey, congrats to uh, Real, man. And they, they fought hard. And in the extra time, they had their chances. I thought what was going to happen was because I was a little surprised that um, El Cholo, the coach mm-hmm. of... Uh, that's the coach Cholo, of... Uh, yeah. That's what they call him, bro. Cholo, so Cholo Simeone, so bro. So yeah, Cholo Simeone. So good. They, uh, what do you think about when you think about the word Cholo? Cholo? Come on. Like, like the, the Mexican? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think about nice. Seth Rogen in 22 Jump Street. Yeah. Or not Seth Rogen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Jonah Jeff. Hill. Jonah, Jonah Hill. Hill. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. He's like... Hey, I heard you with a Mexican Wolverine. Yeah, right? Mexican Wolverine, like, man. You, what is the other way to go? Like, what, my what name is Jeff. Mumford is so good. Where'd you find all these white boys, man? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but no, oh, and God. like I thought what was happening, which I was surprised that Cholo early in the first extra time, he still had two subs and he was hesitating to put them in. And these guys had used all their subs early in the game. And man, Real Madrid was gassed, dude. They yeah. were done, 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 gassed. Sure. And if you recall, two years ago when the, the when you had the exact same final, that's what happened to to Atletico. They had to use all their subs because the um Diego Costa got injured in the first like ten minutes yeah. of the game, pulled a hammy. Your boy. Then the other two uh, substitutes came in early, and these people were able to substitute late in the game, mm-hmm. and in, in extra time, and they ended up winning that one three one. So I thought that was I thought you know it was funny a role reversal, but man, they couldn't capitalize. Same them. outcome. They couldn't. They couldn't capitalize, but they went into penalties. And yeah, eh. that's the thing. You know how that Heat Raptor series was like really shitty basketball, yeah. but we were still compelled to watch it every time it went into overtime. Yeah. Well, it was kind of like that. Like you're still compelled to watch it when something goes into penalties. 
to penalty uh, yeah. kicks because it, it's just such compelling uh, sports. You know, it's not necessarily the best ending to a match, like 120 minutes of soccer, and it has to be decided by what goalie chooses to dive the right way. Yeah. You know, I, I hate it. it. I hate that it's decided that way, but you can't say it isn't exciting. Yeah. No, Atletico it, it, misses their goalkeeper, though, man. Yeah. Because well, their goalkeeper sucks. Yeah, their goalkeeper was killing me, dude. He and wasn't penalties, even diving, what, dude. What are, what are you doing out there, man. guy? Pick a side and jump, or at least, man. You got to do man. it like Edwin. You just got to pick shit. one side and go to it with conviction. You. Let me tell you. No as, matter if you're wrong. As a professional yeah, amateur <laughs> goalie that I am, okay? Edwin's oh, right I wasn't one out of five times, goalie. at least. I was talking about his hot takes on this show. No, no, no. Listen. At least he's right one out of five times. Hey, as a goalie who's been wronged by his team that... You know, many times in the past, but anyway. Oh yeah. As uh, what do you think Ed Luce came from? As much as you've wronged them. (laughs) No, hey. Where do you think the name Ed Luce came from? No. (laughs) Listen, as a as a goalie, you 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 go into the you go into these potential penalties and you try to observe what tendencies and habits that you know the guys that you face have. I never could pick up on any. I don't even remember if this guy kicked with his right or his left. But um, but me, I'd have conviction and I'd say, okay, I'm going left no matter what this time. You know, I'm gonna dive left and I'm gonna dive low. And that's it. And I would do it. But this guy from Atletico, dude, wasn't even diving. He was just standing there, like yeah, trying to man. react Edwin to the ball is instead straight. of you know being uh, being proactive and trying to pick a side first. I blame him. KSB's uh, Real Parkour Edwin's. Uh, okay, KSB's right Real Parkour's goalie. Yes, Edwin Can we get a doctor here? is legit mentoring the guy who was partaking in the UEFA Champions League final. For Atletico Madrid. That's right. I'm very certified. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and also, hey, I just read here, uh, penalty kicks. Uh, the strikers won today on penalty kicks. So yeah. I, yeah. I said I, that. I, I, you said, I didn't catch on it. But, I know you don't listen to me much nah, on the show. But. I try to ignore you as much as I can. All right. So let's... Um, what was the other... Uh, that's it for soccer, bro. That's it for soccer. Any other last notes on yeah, soccer? Uh, my boy Gus over here wanted to mention a little something. What do you got, no, Gus? I didn't. About baseball? Oh, bro, Ichiro. Ichiro, 37 oh, hits away. That's your boy. Yep, 37 hits away from, Get out your hit from the big 3K, son. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen this season. This guy, came into the, this guy came into the MLB when he was 27 years old after playing nine years of professional soccer. I mean, of professional yeah. baseball <laughs> in Japan. And that would have been more impressive if he had played professional soccer. Uh, after playing nine years of professional baseball in Japan, and he comes over here, and at the age of 42, he's still raking, and he's about to get 3,000 hits. What's uh? What was his hit total in Japan? He had something like over a thousand. Yeah, 2, yeah. he's hits. already like he's already uh, he's either really close to Pete Rose if you add the two together, or he already surpassed them or something like that. That's insane. That's insane, man. That yeah. Of money. course, no one will ever count that, but you know. But um, yeah, because you know that doesn't count. It's not important because it was another. Well, if you take a look at the analytics. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, is there any uh last uh, notes here? Anything else? Oh, actually, I wanted to mention something that funny that happened, which was uh. The shout out to my boy B Rai, who uh, told me uh, <laughs> this is a little off the center. I'm just curious if, if you know of anything like this. My friend Brian, he doesn't watch sports. He doesn't. Uh, so I guess this is my that's interesting. He doesn't watch sports. He doesn't um, really follow sports. Like if people are drinking at a bar and there's a game on, he's like, hey, cool. But he's more like, hey, I get to drink. But uh, yeah. yeah, me and him are working on my car this B-Rai. week. Yeah, we're working on my car this week, and he he mentions to me. He starts telling me some like deep stuff, and I'm like, yo, where did what are you talking about? And he's like mentioning stuff that was on. On uh, on the Something documentary like The U, because he watched The U Part 1, and he's watched The sex. U Part 2. That documentary sex. And then he, he he tells me that. He's like, oh, yeah, man, when I'm bored on, on Netflix, I've watched, like, almost all the 30 for 30 movies. Oh, yeah. That's how I keep up to date. Like, he's like, I know history about sports, but I don't know sports as what's going on right now. <laughs> so I just thought it was pretty <laughs> fascinating. Like, he's telling me about the two Escobars. And the, you remember the one about the when the Rangers were playing and the, the one in 1994 where the O.J. Simpson thing was going on? That yeah, one, that one day in 1996. Yeah, that yeah. one in 1994, I think it was. And, uh, yeah, he starts telling me about that. And I was just fascinated, like, how, how different, you know, everybody's view or... Everybody takes in sports differently. Yeah. Uh, we Our friend Pedro likes the Orlando Magic because he liked Disney as a child. That's uh, right. Like, uh, That's he right. likes the Heat because he liked the way... Alonso was his favorite player because he liked the way Mike Biamonte said his name. <laughs> Alonso! That, <laughs> That's right. He, he loves that. Uh, so. <laughs> my girlfriend legitimately can only stand Marlins games because she likes staring at Giancarlo Stanton's butt. I yep. mean... So, people come by sports differently, especially yeah. if you're not like a an organic fan of the sport. Gus, you got any weird, any weird uh, comparisons like that? Man, not not no. at this moment. No, can't think not of really. any. I just thought it was. Gus funny. Was drawing a blank. Yeah, yeah, I just thought it was weird and it was it was interesting. But it you happens. know what? Hey, 
it brings us all together. So that's right. Let's wrap this puppy up and go take in some good soccer. Yeah, we're Let's on our way it. over there. So once again, thank you guys so much for listening. We are Lemon City Live. I am Ed Luz. I am Hipster Rick. Producer Fungus. There you go. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll announce the winners of the of the uh, giveaway uh, shortly on Instagram. So have a great night. Thank you so much. Later. See you Saturday. Peace. Bye.